Well, good morning from Northeast by Midwest. This is Jonathan Jones. Today, I hope you are having a great Monday. And you know, beans, it's Monday in the middle of July, what we call the dog days of summer. I thought I might do a little podcast on something that over the years I get asked about quite a bit. And I think it's a really good question. I'm glad I get asked. Um, and maybe you've asked yourself or wondered. And so today I'm not going to give the, the, the full version because it would probably be different in every situation. But I am going to talk today, what actually does a pastor do? Hey, that's a great question, isn't it? What actually does a pastor do? Well, I'll give you a Sunday to Sunday. And what, I, what I'm going to do is give you a, a generality for me on a normal week. And then uh, this specific week I'm making the podcast, what I'm doing this week. Um, And so, you know, uh, I think the part that I have to be careful and and you have to be careful of, if you listen to this and you go to a local church to not compare some of the things that I'm gonna share with you because it might, um, it's definitely gonna vary in each situation. Just like we have principles in the Bible that husbands are to love their wives as Christ loved the church, husbands are to lead their wives, wives are to submit to their husbands. Yeah, those are, you know, organically true principles in every marriage and uh, every man and woman. However, that's going to look a little bit different, you know, probably in each situation, um, you know, depending on personality and things of that nature. So it's going to look different in each situation with each pastor, with each local church. Each local church is different. Um, each pastor's different. And so what I'm going to share with you um, probably is not going to look the same because there's never been another Jonathan Jones in the world. And that's a good thing. Your pastor's different than me. Um, and so for those that go to my church, this will give them a little idea of what a week might look like, but it's not going to be perfect. So what's a typical week look like? Well, I'm going to give a typical week from September um, to the end of May, because, you know, we, we have some unique situations and blessings at our church. Uh, we have a Christian school. And so because of that, uh, that drastically changes, at least for me and my involvement in the school and heart for it, um, in a lot of things that I do. And so for a church that has a Christian school, then you would probably have a pastor on staff that, you know, is going to be affected in some of the same ways that that I might be. But this is not going to be true. This is not going to carry over for someone who doesn't have a Christian school. So uh, a typical week for me goes like this. Um, September through May, and this continues even throughout the summer for me, and that is Monday is Sermon Outline Day. That's kind of what I call it, putting my skeleton. So Um, I get up, I do my devotions, um, that's every day of the week, but this is Monday, let's say. I go into the office and work on Monday. My Saturday is Tuesday. Um, and so if I'm up, I'm doing my devos. I'm usually in the office somewhere between 5.45 and 6.15, give or take a few minutes on either end. By the time I'm there, uh, probably on to my second cup of coffee. (laughs) Usually say hello to our custodian who's there, make him a cup of coffee. We chat about the week, things that are going to happen, sort of have an informal meeting. Um, And then 
you know, do some emails, make a few phone calls. I have a, a dear brother that we pray every morning uh, a little after six o'clock. And so by the time, you know, that's all sewed up and done, we're coming to about seven o'clock and most of the staff is arriving at the school or kids are arriving. And so sometimes I'm greeting them, you know, uh, different things of that nature. But between, let's say, 6.30 and 8, I'm finishing up the emails. I'm starting the outline on my message. Um, if I'm preaching that week, if I'm not, I might be, you know, doing some reading or things of that nature, some other study. Um, so once that comes down on Mondays, I teach devos. I, I have ever since I've been at the church for our Christian school, Lisbon Falls Christian Academy, um, a ministry of Lisbon Falls Baptist Church. I go out and teach the devotions to our elementary children. And so I'm usually out there. Each of the classes have a Devo um, or chapel every day from 8 to about 8.30, 8.40. So I go out and teach them. By the time I get done with that, I come in. I check in with our church secretary, who church administrative professional, I should say, who happens to be my wife. <laughs> and we kind of go over things for the week, the calendar, things of that nature. And then usually by that point, uh, I, I'll have a meeting for about an hour with our school administrator. Uh, you know, Troy and Kona, we're, we're good friends, but it's a ministry that, uh, um, you know, takes a lot of hands and feet. He does a really great job. And so we usually meet, maybe talk over a few issues, logistical things, whatever it might be. Uh, by this point, I'm probably pushing 9.45, 10, maybe even sometimes 10.30. Uh, I usually try to get in a little more study. Uh, because I'm up fairly early, I usually take lunch around 11, 11.15, so I'm on my way home. Um, Sometimes I'll grab the mail for the church, uh, sometimes on the way back. Uh, a lot of times on a Monday, I'll, I'll make a visit <clears throat> early afternoon uh, to maybe one of the senior saints in the church. I have a few on a rotating basis I see, and, and then, you know, maybe somebody else. Uh, usually I'm back to the church, uh, the school, by, you know, 1.30 at the latest 2 o'clock. I grab the mail, uh, kind of check in with the administrator, my wife, maybe a few teachers. It just depends, you know, uh, there, there could be someone that's come in and I typically, not always, but I try to sort of be home when my children are home. Now that we've got a graduate, it's a little different, but we still have children in the school. And so the school gets out about 3.30. So I'm usually trying to be home between 3.45, 4, 4.15, 4.30. Now in the fall, because we do soccer, uh, we're usually on the way to soccer practice. And so a lot of times... For days like that, if it's a Monday, we've actually left at 2.30 and then we're not home till 6, 6.30 at night. But on a typical day where there's not soccer or something, I'm home and then it's uh, supper time with the family and the same kind of things you do, spending time, catching up on the day, et cetera, et cetera. Then Tuesday is my day off. And so that's, uh, I have a saying that my wife is the Lord of my day off. And so I try to spend time with Laura. Uh, if the kids are in school, we'll go out to, you know, maybe breakfast or lunch or we'll make it at home, uh, just doing some errands. A lot of the same things that people would do on a Saturday. That's kind of my Saturday. Uh, maybe go, you know, visit some family that we have close by, something along those lines. And a lot of times uh, I'll drop the kids off that day at school and pick them up to spend some time with them, run the trash, et cetera, et cetera. That takes me into Wednesday. Um, Wednesday is sort of a little bit, for me, a repeat of Monday. Um, now I've, I've worked on my sermon, I've got kind of the outline, but now I'm starting to put some meat on the bones. And as, as I start doing that, um, 
you know, I need some time to do that. We have our chapel on Wednesdays, so I, I'm a part of that. Sometimes I'm teaching it. If I'm not, I'm usually there. I want to be a good example of the kids. And so, you know, by that point, again, a, a lot of my mornings between the church and the school, whether it's someone from the church, I might have a meeting um, or, or something of that nature. And usually the, the mornings seem to be pretty full, you know, between Bible study time, studying the scriptures, preparing the next Sunday's message, you know, uh, answering emails some phone calls, etc. cetera. Uh, there, there, you know, there might be a counseling situation or discipleship that will arise within the school, disciplinary issues. Uh, those you can't usually know. Uh, the administrator and I are, 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 are very closely aligned in, in talking through things. And so we're always spending quite a bit of time together. Um, and so anyway, you know, that's, that sort of takes me uh, Wednesday. Again, I, I may have a visit, uh, maybe somebody that needs some encouragement or counseling, some phone calls if those visitors at church. You know, again, that, that, that just is dictated a lot by how things have went throughout that week. So now we're moving into Wednesday afternoon. Uh, finishing up some sermon prep. Usually by that point, I try to send if I have a solid outline and kind of some points that I'm teaching, I send it off to our tech team. Um, uh, Pastor Rodrigo runs that and, you know, I usually try to get that to them so they have a couple of days to make our PowerPoint slides and things of that nature. My sermon's not done yet, but it's done enough that I think I understand the text and I've got kind of the main points off to them. Um, Wednesday, we have our PSGs, our prayer small group that meets at our house and so home we usually clean the house folks are over and then if I'm not teaching um, you know we're just enjoying the, the fellowship and preparing food for people to come over we have a meal before and uh, folks are over at the house till eight nine o'clock at night Thursday again uh, similar to Wednesday but in some ways a lot busier because when youth groups start that's our day for youth group at the end of the day and so a lot of the same stuff you know I share with you there might be a hospital visit you know, again, those kind of things for pastors, we just have to be flexible. And I think that's why if you have a pastor and you're able to pay them, um, not every church can, it's great. They, they should be flexible because if someone goes in the hospital, they've got to be able to set their schedule. And so, you know, we try to free ourselves up for things like that. Um, you know, I, I teach phys ed at the Christian Academy. So usually Thursday afternoons, that's when it is. So I'm teaching that. And then a lot of times I'm setting up for Trend, which is our youth group, that's Thursday night. Depends on the time of the year. We might have a soccer game, you know, uh, th there might be a basketball, volleyball game. You know, the same kind of things a lot of you if you have kids, but that's sort of how things work. And then our school is done. So Friday kind of becomes sort of a catch-up day for me. Um, I usually try to get in the office on Friday. I have a couple different guys uh, that I meet with for accountability and discipleship. Usually that's on Fridays and or Saturdays. I'm, I'm finishing up some last minute preparation for my sermon. And then usually uh, for pastors that preach, everybody does it a little different. Uh, I try to disconnect the rest of Friday from my message, just praying about it, thinking about it. But I don't do a lot of reading outside of the text. I kind of just let it sit and marinate. And then I come back to it again on Saturday. I'm usually back in the office again Saturday morning. Um, spending time in the word and you know again just preparing for Sunday preparing my heart you know making sure all of our uh, facility issues and needs are done on Friday and Saturday I'm checking in with our church um, you know custodian uh, usually a couple of times we'll be talking about the calendar and different things 
I've had conversations throughout the week with uh, the administrative professional, you know, the, the other pastors, we use an app called WhatsApp. And so we're usually communicating via text, email. Um, as I make this podcast, this particular week, we have a pastor's meeting. So if this was a Wednesday during the school year, I make it during the summer, I would have a pastor's meeting, um, you know, that would be kind of in the middle of school. And so considering it's the summer, it comes at a good time. As I make this podcast, um, we're in the middle of summer. We just got done with our Moxie Festival. So my schedule is obviously not pretty much what I just told you. That's when we're in school session. The summer is a little bit more, is a lot more flexible. Um, and so this particular week I'm making the podcast, not the week this comes out, but the week prior, I've been teaching at uh, a Christian camp. Um, and if you like podcasts, you can go back last year and listen to Sacred Cows. Uh, I made some uh, podcasts, hopefully make a couple more with my good friend Ira Hall. And I'm teaching at Camp Perea. And so between preparations, actually, as I, as I make this podcast, I'm, I'm actually driving. Uh, this is the first time I've done that, so <laughs> maybe you can hear that, maybe you can't, but uh, seems to be going pretty good so far. Um, seemed like a good time to make a podcast. I'm just sitting here driving in the car and talking to the, the phone here. So, you know, that's that's kind of a typical week, if you will, which I guess is not really typical. You know, in, in the pastor's world, there are certain things that we're going to do every week. And I guess this is what I would say probably any pastor, in my opinion, scripturally, that's worth their weight in salt, they're doing these things. Hopefully, I just shared some of them with you. But I think that any pastor that's worth, you know, his weight in salt is going to be doing these things. He's going to be spending time in the Word. He's going to be studying the Word. He's going to be spending time in prayer. Um, he's going to be spending time with people. Um, he's going to be spending time, you know, if there's opportunities evangelizing uh, the lost or people in his church. He's going to be spending time shepherding his flock. Um, this particular week I made the podcast. I had a family in our church that just needed some some counsel. And really what it ended up being is just someone that, that could listen to them and reaffirm that they were making some right decisions and, and just pray with them. That's what pastors should do. Uh, the older I get, the more convinced I become a pastor ultimately should be a good friend. Um, a pastor should be Proverbs 27, 17. <clears throat> As iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens the countenance of his friend. That's what a good pastor is. I don't know that I'm a good pastor, and I'm not asking you to say that I am. Uh, only God ultimately can say that. But I think that pastors should be doing those things. And a pastor should never be too busy for people. You know, we can't be with everyone at the same time. We can't always be with everyone. People in the church need to be ministering to one another. The one another's were not given to pastors. They were given to the local church. And so pastors are supposed to rise above that. They're supposed to cast the vision. They're supposed to lead by example. They're supposed to train uh, the church that, that the church might grow in its relationship and in its ministry. And that's what pastors are supposed to do. You know, we're supposed to train the people to do the work of the ministry. Sure, sometimes we'll have to do a little bit of the work as well, but ultimately we're supposed to be doing the training of the people. And and that's a lot of what of what we do. You know, that's a lot of what I do throughout the week, spending time with, with men, especially in the church, or my wife and I, now as our children grow older, spending time with couples, uh, discipling. I haven't mentioned uh, two other big pieces, and that's 
doing weddings and funerals and the counseling that goes with both of them. That's a lot of time throughout the year that a pastor does. I would say more with funerals than weddings because at least in my ministry, I've had way more funerals than weddings, probably three to one funerals to weddings. <clears throat> and many of the funerals I do are people that are unsaved. And so it's a wonderful opportunity in a really hard spot to share the gospel. So like I said, there's a little snapshot of what a pastor does. Is that complete? Oh, absolutely not. Not even close. Um, we'll, we'll call this what a pastor does um, in short and come back at a different time and give a little more information at a later point. Uh, the, you know, the, the reality is as pastors, um, you know, we need to be available. Uh, we need to be willing and we need to be focused on the glory of God and the growth of God's body uh, and his bride, the local church. And at the end of the day, I think one of the greatest compliments to a pastor is when God calls us home to heaven and or we retire or leave the church, that the church is healthier than when we got it and actually in some ways doesn't really miss us. Because if the church really misses me, then I made the ministry about me. And so at the end of the day, my prayer for Elizabeth Falls Baptist Church is the same prayer I have for my wife, that by the time God either calls me home or calls me on somewhere else, that Lisbon Falls Baptist Church is holier, more embedded in the community, more gospel-centered, uh, more theologically correct, and growing at a greater rate. Whether we have more people or not, that people's relationships were deeper. And then I might present Lisbon Falls Baptist Church and ultimately my wife, Laura, to God the Father, just like Jesus is gonna present the church to his heavenly father more holy and precious than when she was handed to him. That's our hope and prayer, I think, for every pastor. And that's my prayer for each of you pastors out there. And for any pastor that listens to this, whether you're retired or still doing it, if you'd say, hey, I disagree, this is something else, hey, uh, bring it on. You know, I'm sure I didn't hit everything correctly, but this gives you a little snapshot. So what does a pastor do? Well, here's a little start on that. For Northeast by Midwest, I am Jonathan Jones. Have a blessed day.